TMNT Minute and Reverend Motherverse are proud to present a special podcast event, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Up From Below, a role-playing game played and performed for your entertainment as the fifth entry in the TMNT cinematic series. Based on the Palladium Games role-playing book Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Other Strangeness and featuring an all-new original story, art, and musical score. Starring Adam Sheehan as Michelangelo, Scott Tofty as Leonardo, Chris O'Connor as Raphael, and Ralph Atanasia as Donatello, Rachel Gatlin as Alopex, and your Game Master, Sean Jaffe. So this summer, tune in to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute Presents Up From Below, the limited series event, anywhere you get your podcasts, and at tmntminute.com. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name's Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I am every week, with your panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What's going on? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vice. Heyo. Just as a reminder, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books, we're probably going to ruin them for you. I'll give you some timestamps in the episode description. Our top stories today are Adventure Man number two by Matt Fraction and Terry Dotson, and Finger Guns number three by Justin Richards and Val Halverson. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. That's that's yeah. everything I had here to say. Yeah. <laughs> we goodbye everybody. We're, we're back <laughs> here for another week. Oh boy. Uh, so how are y'all? So yeah, so how how are y'all doing? Thanks. Uh doing okay. Had a fun week. Uh dealing with my dog. Uh knee surgery number two. Oh, other Jesus. knee, second knee, right? Uh, second knee, yeah. The the other one. Yeah. That's so the that's one been... you're not sure if you really need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well she did she did, and now it's all fixed. Yay! As, <laughs> well, as long as it's week. fixed, you know, yeah, it's good. She's just all drugged up, lucky. So, get those sick fucking pet painkillers, man. I'm gonna have to, I was about to say, could she share? <laughs> she doesn't want to, but she might ask. She might have to start. Are those the ones that uh, Betty White is always selling late night on TV? <laughs> I think so. Dog pain medication. Yeah, for a while she was doing commercials for pet medication. What? Of like. Betty White, you are on so much pet medication right now. I know the, the one time we she got She started them. selling it. <laughs> she, it's like, well, shit. She's just well, a dealer. I owe the money, so instead I'll just do these commercials. Yeah. They're actually just paying her in pet meds. They don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, at, at one point, that I think. That was Betty uh, White, right? Like, I, think I, don't know. I don't know. I don't I have remember. no idea what you're talking about. I vaguely Neither remember that I, commercial. He's on that same medication. He doesn't remember shit. <laughs> Man, I'm on. I think they're pretty strong shit, because last time we got it from the vet, they told us, like, uh, yeah, if you have any contractors in your house, just hide this stuff, because they're oh, definitely going to take it. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. That's how you know it's good. Well, yeah. Betty White wants it. Yeah, if if contractors are Betty White in your house, hide this <laughs> pain medication. Well, you got to so stop hiring dogs to do work around your house. <laughs> I know, but it's so cute. <laughs> it's just like hiring goats to cut my lawn, man. It's just way cuter. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I have I have a cat who at one point had to be on pain meds for something, and he's like an ornery bastard. Like, wouldn't take pills, obviously. <laughs> Tried to like rip my arms off anytime I like used the little syringe to give him the liquid medication. Until cool, he cool. figured out that one of the liquid medications got him high, and then he was like pretty chill. Like he was like, <laughs> "Okay, is that that stuff? You got that stuff? All right." Like, is that is that that I'm, stuff that makes me feel fucking awesome? Because yeah. uh, like, nope, me- this is heartworm, and you're you've already <laughs> got you. it in your mouth. <laughs> you just bring the good stuff, and you just like come in real quick with the with the heartworm stuff. Trick <laughs> Damn gotta, animals! Gotta get them. <laughs> That's pretty much. Well, now I want to know what your cat was on. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I'm the, my which which cat and which time they needed meds. Yeah, that's gonna say. So it's all <laughs> it's all a blur at this point. Good lord! Oh, I don't mean you would have to set up a whole experiment with a control group and everything. Right, I do. So this is very interesting. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I, I know I told you guys before though. Um, so my dog that passed away back in April, um. He had a very weird condition called megaesophagus, where his esophagus just stopped, like the muscles stopped working, so he couldn't really swallow. And one of the medications for that, for some reason, oh, is right. Viagra. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how they figured it out, or, <laughs> or what, but for some reason, Viagra helped him, uh, helped stimulate the muscles in his throat, for some reason. So um, I hope... I hope it was by accident. I, I hope so. I hope this so goddamn too. dog ate my dick medicine, and then you see him over there drinking water, like he's no doing, problems at great, all. Like, oh, hang on a minute. I do know it's also it's also like a like a a blood pressure medication for dogs. Like I think that was how yeah. like Viagra was created. Was like they're trying to make blood pressure medication, and they're just so like, oh, this also like, does wait, so, so that a human so, stared at him and was like, well. <laughs> What's the worst so, that could happen? Yeah, right. It was the reverse. They were making medicine for dogs, and someone said, "Like, what if we take one of these and we get like a huge boner? Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Why? Whose response is? What if we take this to get a boner? <laughs> Why is not we just take this um, for? Maybe this something. time it'll finally work. Archie, what if they're it called, was like someone was like, scientists, maybe this will, all right? <laughs> maybe this will get rid of my headache. And it's like, oh no, nope, nope, not doing <laughs> that. Turns out it doesn't. Uh, scientists are the people that ask those questions we need yeah, those people. You gotta, you what if i take this questions. and it gets me a boner like people need to be asking it's these that, questions it's that michael chase uh sketch where he's like he was the first person to ever discover milk he's like you guys gotta yeah. try this yeah <laughs> right someone's got to be the first one uh, but the, the only reason i bring that that up specifically is that when when he passed away i still had like a full month's worth like dosage for him so i've just got all these dick pills if anyone wants yes. dick pills <laughs> oh my God. i don't like uh, I, i'm sure that there's a, a market where i can sell them and make some absolutely. money absolutely. but like i don't know how to be like yo uh, I'll, Casey, I'll take them off your hands. You know, all I'll right. sell. I'll, I'll sell them. <laughs> all right, sure, sure, sure. Is that is, you're just gonna pretend like you'll sell them? Cool, I got it. Yeah, exa- yeah, you get it. <laughs> I think handing them out at a party and telling everyone it's MDMA would be pretty funny. Put that would them in, be put them fucking in hilarious, dude. Viagra brownies. <laughs> oh my god, that would be pretty funny, Adam. Or, or like the worst thing you could ever do, like everyone yeah. in the hospital. Don't, Just don't ever out. give. All right, uh, PSA for kids listening at home: kids. don't, don't give your friends medicine and tell them you're giving them other medicine. It's, it's a dick thing to do. Oh. Yeah, don't, don't Yo, give people. Don't, don't tell uh, 
Nice. Don't tell your friends you're giving them drugs and giving them actual medication that they don't need. Like, that can never end well. Yeah, exactly. They just start like, losing their sense of smell or just, like, some crazy <laughs> shit starts happening. Not only illegal, it's also very immoral. Yeah, it's true. incredibly immoral. Even if it was legal, you should, really shouldn't do that. But the idea of uh, doing that to a bunch of people and then just having an entire room of people with boners would be, I don't know. <laughs> And, like, and, and none of them know why. To party. <laughs> a bunch of people going, I don't know why it's not working. It's like, well, it looks like it's working to me. So, well, especially if you told yeah. them it's MDMA, they would be like, "Yep, it's right. working. It's working too well." Yeah, right. It's like it's it's too well, but I don't feel great at all. So this is just not really what I was expecting. I feel awful. <laughs> what if the scientists who discovered it were like, did it as pranks at first? It's like, yo, John, take this. <laughs> And then some pharmaceutical executive was like, you know what? I know people who would pay a lot of money for something like this. Yes, men. All of them. <laughs> and dog. And vets, apparently. Yeah. yeah no, and dogs also, with big esophagus. Yeah. Also, very expensive to buy for a dog. I gotta also say. Also sounds like a cool dinosaur. <laughs> That's exactly. Say, does, Every time I told like uh, my coworker about it, he's like, oh, that's my favorite dinosaur. Mega <laughs> Megasophagus. Oh shit. That's a Digimon. <laughs> I think that thing fought Godzilla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, what about uh so what about re- comic books? Yeah, yeah. I read I guess, some is of that those why we're here? Week. Is that we're here for comics? Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of, of, of yelling and complaining to do about our weeks this this week on the yeah, top it wasn't of the too show. bad. It's always fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we did plenty of that before we hit record, so you people uh You're welcome. Home, you're spared from it for now. I'm sure I'll find a reason to bring it up later. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah, give Casey like twenty minutes. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh yeah, I guess uh, I can kick this one off this oh, week. Oh speaking of speaking of boners, Sean, you got a book, right? Oh, that's <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> what a segue. Yeah. I mean, it actually works in this case. Yeah, right? I'm going to uh, do that for every book, though. Speaking of boners. Uh... Don't do not do <laughs> that when I talk about Sabrina, please. It's not yeah, right. That's, that's, that's inappropriate. She's a yeah, that's where you I try not to sexualize her. It's... <laughs> uh, but yeah, Money Shot is back triumphantly. I'm very excited. Uh, number six um, by Tim Seeley, Sarah Beattie, and Rebecca Isaacs. Um, God, I love it. this book is so up my alley. It's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid, and that's why it's good. It's stupid. Um, I just so like at the end of the last issue, they uh, they like preview that they're gonna go to hell and try to fuck demons and shit, and then they, they summarize like the entire thing by basically saying that uh, like they stomped on Doug's balls too much. Um, the one got proof that the common cold originated in hell. Um, and I think that they just have like, oh yeah, uh, they got devil's jizz all over this, one of the, like, the assistants that came in. And that was just like the whole thing. They just wrapped up the whole thing, right? Just yeah, like that. Just like two pages. They're like, yeah, it was crazy, right? When we fucked Satan. You remember that? Yeah, pretty, that pretty much. So, like, the devil's jizz. Yeah, it says devil's jizz very specifically. So Ew. like, there's like two stories. There's like, you know, this is kind of like a sci-fi book. If you guys don't remember us talking about it before, like, so like 
the whole time that they're getting back, uh, they're like, they're for some <laughs> for some reason, them going to hell and fucking the devil got really low review, so they're trying to figure out how to spice it up. <laughs> Find, like, a new world to go have sex with aliens and shit, or they're going to lose their funding, basically. Just dress like a clown at that point. You know, <laughs> right, right. You really do. Um, and, like, there's, like, this B, B story of, like, this alien planet. There's, like, this war going on, and they're just trying to figure out what's going on, and, like, it's almost got, like, a Romeo-Juliet vibe going on. Yeah, it's and like it's just star-crossed like going, lovers who are yeah, like and it's like interspersed and, and in between. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, so I was like, kind of getting really like, like, what is this story? What's going on? They're like, they're fighting like these like, um, pink blob monster things, and they're just like, eventually, like the two aliens like give in to their urges and skirt their responsibilities in the army, and then they give in to their passions, and then, you know, as this book does, there's aliens doing it, and at that point. Uh, throughout the whole time, this whole time, you find out that these aliens were actually just an STI that the main character contracted while fucking aliens, and she took her medicine and it kills them. <laughs> oh my God. So they built a whole story about these aliens that were just just an STI in in the main character specifically, <laughs> specifically a UTI it wasn't even it was yeah. just they were just germs they were just an, an, a bacterial infection <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, like the whole time she's like I was wearing condoms and they're like yeah condoms aren't necessarily effective against you know with aliens like you guys were just fucking aliens you don't know what kind no, of bacteria <laughs> that on the label <laughs> um I, I still think uh, my one of my favorite bits in this book is like the main Angela Ocamp- or Dr. Ocampo like she put the collar on her cat and oh. so she that her cat can talk and like she's like up researching like all the things that could be wrong with her because she has this infection and the cat's just like quiet sleeping quiet sleeping quiet sleeping <laughs> just like telling her to just shut the hell up so this cat can sleep <laughs> and then it, finally in the morning it's like lazy human food time hungry <laughs> it's just like yeah that sounds like a cat that That's sounds exactly very, like what they would say cat yeah um but just just dumb juvenile jokes like my my man Doug Cock getting his balls stomped on. They're just they're trying to find this new world to go have sex with. You know. It's just very I just I just love that like the whole issue is about her paranoia of like I I have space aids. I have to tell Satan that I gave him space aids. Oh god, she... like I, I'm going to die. Oh yeah, that's what it was. My... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um she makes an email that's like going to disband the whole team. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Getting ready yeah, to tell just... everyone that she's going to die. But then it turns out that she just forgot to pee after fucking Satan. Like, that was it. Like, it wasn't even. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. And then at the very end, there's the, the twist, I guess, is going to be there's like a space station that's very similar to the humans we've been following, like, all, like a bunch of scientists observing and they're observing Earth and they make a point to say that Earthers have escaped their planet and are spreading out across the universe. And it's just showing the first few issues of them fucking aliens. So now that they have to um, go and figure out how to contain it and um, figure out exactly what's going on. And um, they sent them like a president to help them out. And it's president Luke Kirk. And he, I think it's just supposed to be just a captain Kirk knockoff (laughs) who is now president of America to try to stop um, people i guess from fucking aliens because they're fucking everything up i have yeah. no idea i think that that's uh, very obviously going to be like a captain kirk meets trump yeah i think that's gonna be the vibe yeah i because, don't like it 
Well, they they've also they've talked a lot about um like the anti-science administration and that's why they have to do porn to get funding is because of like a lack of interest in science for the public and the administration yeah. is anti-science. So and the, and the panel is um it's stop president jerk and it's a with a pregnant woman with a mom against Kirk t-shirt getting punched in the face by president Kirk. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so All that's right. our that's the introduction to this world's uh, president so <laughs> I think, yeah, I think there's going to be some, ve- some very suggested, uh, very thinly veiled political, uh... <laughs> yeah, very thinly veiled. <laughs> I, I, f- I feel like presidents in comic books forever are going to be ruined. Like, oh, yeah. just go- oh, for at least 10 years, they're all, if they're going to be remotely evil, they're just going to be Trump <laughs> <laughs> or they're just never not going to be evil. Well, that's like, true too. Like yeah. God are the days of just the, the cutout of a piece of white lined paper, white dude in a suit as the, oh, as the president. president yeah it's like yeah okay whatever it's always going to be some evil asshole for yeah like a while there's always going to be mean, some nefarious thing going on in the back i mean yeah. <laughs> and there's casey and yeah. all right you that didn't take like, long you act like uh, every president hasn't been doing some nefarious evil shit behind the scenes every single i one. mean sure but it hasn't <laughs> bled into pop culture quite like it has no for sure yeah. yeah, no, now it's now well, it's, it's he just is blatant. pop culture. Now, now it's just blatant. Yeah. Well, I mean he was pop culture before. That's all he ever That's is. All, yeah. And he, he's a good villain, man. Like he's a he is like he's, the, he's a great He's the villain. perfect heel. Like it, it, he's That's why he did so much fucking wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was he was great in wrestling. He was a he was a draw as a fucking heel. And then people were yeah. like, you know what? We need this as the president of the United States. <laughs> he doesn't the guy can't people... even sell a stunner. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I like how, and that's why I didn't vote for him. That's exactly why I didn't vote for him. It's like, dude, have you seen his stutter? It's atrocious. <laughs> what a specific gripe. I love it. <laughs> I'll allow it See, too. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Joe Biden might be able to sell a stutter. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We can only we have, he would at we least have to find try. out. <laughs> he would at least try. I feel like that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Oh God! I like how that's what we're gonna. That, I feel like there's a whole comic like on the stump by Image that's out. Oh like, yeah, that is the comic. Like, yeah, that's like like a whole thing. They all just fight. So I guess that's a thing in some worlds. I mean, <laughs> it should be in all worlds. It's a only a little bit more ridiculous than what we currently put up with. That's fair. Very very slightly. Very. Yeah, it's <laughs> very just like slightly. a degree in one direction. Just like yeah, right there. We're you so just turn the knob a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want to turn it up quite that high. Just a, just a scooch, and then your finger slips, and now we're in 2012. Oh, and fuck. Yep. <laughs> fuck! Oh, it's too loud. The, the bullshit is too loud. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so that was my, one of my main books of the week. I, I really enjoyed that one. I'm glad it's back. I think they get a whole arc here. So I'm hoping this goes. I could read this book. Again, it's a fun, it's fun. It's fun. I get dick jokes and space adventures. Like I'm, I'm all in, man. What more do you need? Literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, go- goodbye, everybody. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what else we got? Um, let's see. All right. Well, I'll go. You guys wanna, are boring. Don't, I was gonna say, don't, <laughs> don't all talk at once, guys. <laughs> you guys are boring. All right. Well, my, Good my thing main we takeaway. Yeah. Right. 
Um, my main takeaway this week was uh, not a comic, but more a uh, graphic novel. The tome. Uh, wow. Tome. If now you we're will. being specific. <laughs> the, Pushes uh, up glasses. The, yeah. Graphic I... novel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, epic life of the king of comics. It's a bio bio comic on Jack Kirby, and it is excellent by um, Tom Schwartz. Uh, sh- sure. I think I know that it guy. Sure is. <laughs> you know that guy? It's excellent if you're lucky enough to have gotten your hands on it. Yeah. It's pretty. Th- this was one of the. I learned my mistake last week by not buying what Casey told me uh, in Child Star. So there was one left when I went. I just bought it. Uh, yeah. And I, I did not regret it. Yeah, it is excellent. It's super good. Um, so, so yeah, we're going to tell you everything that happened now. So all right, buckle in. Page, page one. I just started reading <laughs> no, no, it. You don't have to buy it. <laughs> So basically, yeah, it is it is a play by play on his whole life, and it's told from the first person. Um, and Which they, I thought it was very, really cool. Yeah, they're very careful to 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 state that this is not an authorized biography. So like the Kirby family didn't authorize it, nor DC, nor Marvel. And for and that it's not reason, a memoir. Yeah, yeah, but for that Should reason, it is very. It is it is not pulling any punches on what happened with DC and Marvel specifically. Yeah, you could definitely you definitely could tell on what side the author falls on on the Jack Kirby situations in this yeah. book. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, he's writing a book about Jack Kirby. It's yeah. a little hard to not be biased in Jack Kirby's favor in sure. that sense. But also, yeah, so this 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 was really interesting to me because it it wove a lot of things that I know to be true with with a lot of like the more like just like the sheer detail of yeah. it um was fascinating like. Yeah, I knew he grew up like in the poor, like Jewish, you know, side of town in in New York. His family were immigrants. Like, uh, you know, like he was a street tough. Like, you know, he went to the war. Uh, did a bunch of like sci-fi comics. Did did uh, Marvel fuck? They fucked him over. Did DC? They fucked him over. Went back to Marvel. And eventually, you know, that was it, kind of deal. But uh, yeah, the 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 filling in the pieces in between of like the very specific things in there was yeah. fascinating um there were just like a lot of like really cool takeaways like the the specific war stories that he had were horrifying and and fascinating um and almost all of them made it into a comic exactly in yeah. some in some fashion i think like most captain america comics were just like like when he came back and did it like it was just shit that he had captain america with. and nick fury yeah like and his, nick fury yeah nick fury was a big one too yeah yeah um it's wild. Yeah, it's insane. Like, like the he just killed three German soldiers with a with a knife. Like, that was oh, that was a German knife. He like pulled a knife out of one of the German soldiers' boots and just murdered them on on the fly to survive. Just like Jesus Christ. Like, dude, yeah. dude is a, a serious hero. And then you know all of his dude kills fascists. Dude, yeah, he does. Um, well, he didn't want to get killed by a fascist, so it was one of those <laughs> situations. It was a very much a killer be killed, and it was cool. Like the way they wrote it from a first person. I don't know if like again he talked about it in other interviews that's what it's a lot of that source from this like it that's a it was a really cool segment it's like oh he was like legit terrified he was about to die like he well, yeah, was for sure that that was going to happen well, especially cuz he was a scout so he was just alone in these like bombed out yeah. cities like and he got made a scout because someone found out he could draw and he's like fuck now I'm on the front lines now and I'm like, I don't want to be here line. on the front line <laughs> yeah. why do all these maps have captain america on them <laughs> <laughs> what's how they found out they're like oh you're that jack kirby like you drew cap okay you're going to go draw 
the maps of these towns. Or yeah, soldiers he even don't said, like, you, you made someone a scout if you wanted to murder them, was basically yeah, was the like, way he phrased it. Just like, like oh. yeah, the enemy base is right next to that weird time machine that looks like... Because <laughs> <laughs> his architecture drawings are bug fuck insane. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, here's your map. It's like, what is this? <laughs> is that is that the anti-life monitor? What the fuck is yeah. that? If you like, go in happening? that way, you go back in time. <laughs> you, go, you just take the rainbow bridge. Take the fantastic take your take your mother box across enemy lines. Yeah. Um, boom tube. Yeah, if you get yeah, if you take a right here, you go right in the boom tube and you get right on the right on this other side of enemy lines. You're perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> to uh, me, like it's always impressive. Like I, I know this to be true, but every time I read a Jack Kirby, the sheer influence and scope of his creations oh my God. is utterly fe- like it's in it's it's insane i can't believe the hand that he had in so many characters that we're still reading now yeah i was actually thinking about that specifically in the context of his war stories yeah what what would the world look like if he had died in the war like what the right. oh my the- god don't yeah no like, it's so crazy scary. Like, comics so scary didn't exist about. like comics as we know it would Ugh. not exist it may probably, never have existed they probably would not exist at all like honestly like they like all the times prob- that like yeah. they were about to crash it probably yeah. would have just crashed and the comic would have been this like weird niche like it would have been like hey remember blockbusters like you know right, like hey right. remember yeah. comics that was a thing of, back in the and day that, and that's I mean, one of my say... favorite things was i don't know where i don't remember the quote exactly and i don't remember i think it was in one of the things for fourth world but it's like because he was in the war, he felt like comics shouldn't be that dark. So right. all that like, just like the the hope of comic books is yeah part of him. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. He, only, he only funneled it into the the books that it fit, like Nick Fury yeah, and yeah. Captain America. And when he and was then, like, yeah. yeah, like so at one point they talk about like he put his like his best stuff into the fourth world for DC. And they're like, yeah. yeah, it's too complicated. The kids don't get it. You know, the college kids <laughs> dropped out and the young kids are, it's going over their head. So you got to dumb it down and do some dumb shit for us. Well, the, like, the fourth it, world is the best thing Jack Kirby's done that he directly created. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because yeah. everything else he created for Marvel was dumbed down by Stan Lee, you know? And like this states that implicitly. He's just like, I had all of these like really emotional you know like like epics and then stan would just come over and like wash over the point like he would just like dumb it down in the the most like asinine way possible for seemingly no reason just simply to have his words on print you know what i mean like yeah and like it's just crazy but like yeah so once once dc was like you better dumb it down that's when he started you know like superior books were quote-unquote like an old fad so like they made him write yeah. horror comics and it was like so he did demon and he made it as stupid as possible and <laughs> and then he uh you know they, and when he went back to marvel after that they were like yeah do us some war comics he's like oh you want to know about the war fine i'll tell you about the war it's not going to be pretty and he just like made it hmm. truthful you know like but yeah but like uh, the entire marvel line he had it like i feel like he well, the entire thing like even the things that you know like he he it's created crazy. the character design for iron man even though he was never credited for it you know he he sketched the layouts for almost every single book that was happening but never given credit for it you know he was he started and, and hulk like, he yeah. did hulk directly black panther captain america thor he named the avengers 
Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, X-Men. He started Spider-Man, but it really got turned into something great. Did he? After, yeah. yeah he, the, that wasn't he, it was like an old pulp. Only. No, he had an old pulp The concepts for Spider-Man were given to Ditko. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was like long Ditko before he worked it. for Timely. It was, uh, yeah, it was just it was like a d- weird concept. You, it, it looked dumb as hell, and like they didn't do anything with it. It but looked then, like old school Sandman. Like, yeah. almost. Like, but then the... Ditko turned it into Spider-Man. But like he kind of like started it. Yeah. Yeah, no, he... Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. Everything you can think of in some way or another, like, was was his creation. And then, you yeah, know, like of course... Yeah, like, Galactus, he... Silver Surfer, all those big, yeah. big well, name characters. Still when he was on Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he, he, like, he created all of the cosmic stuff, too. Like, he's... Yep. Yeah, he was the only one that wanted to do it. so much of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a Marvel, then, like, you have the whole new gods, like, Yeah, well, obviously... Fantastic Four is where you get scrolls and Shi'ar. Yeah. 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 And he and he wanted or... he wanted to, to destroy. He thought Thor was stale, so he wanted to destroy Asgard and do do Ragnarok for real, kill all yeah. of the the Thor characters, and then bring about the new gods. So that was going to be the rebirth of cosmic Marvel. But he knew that Stan Lee was going to take his his magnum opus and fuck it up. So they he didn't... like had all these and character sketches, huh? They told well, him he couldn't. He do told Ragnarok. him that he couldn't. He told him that he couldn't destroy Asgard, but or more Thor. importantly. Kirby had never shown him any of the sketches that he already had. So I he's think like, after that he decided not. Like yeah, I was like, like basically was like you can't kill Thor, he makes us money. So even if you have a good idea, fuck it. And I think at that point he's like, yeah, I'm going to hold on to these. Yeah, he just kept coming <laughs> up with stuff and then when he finally yeah. said fuck it and went over to DC, he just like plopped yeah. down an entire fully actualized <laughs> mythology in their lap. Yeah, you know? just walks in and hands him an omnibus. Yeah, there you go. yeah. Um, like you, and then with an amazing, yeah. And then I think he, they wanted to write Superman. He's like, how about make Superman cool by giving him like an actual villain that he has can like has to struggle against, and they give him fucking Dark Side. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just yeah, Kryptonite. Marvel tired. and DC Your shit's tired. Yeah, <laughs> Marvel and DC. He created like he just had such big parts of the it. most and that's important not saying, parts. Yeah. Not saying there weren't great creators other than him, but he, I would say, especially on the Marvel side, like Marvel would not exist without him. Yeah, and and there were there were a couple little like small takeaways that like because so, I knew most of that. I just I don't think I really knew yeah. the full extent of the way he was fucked over. You know, like just how <laughs> hard he worked and just how little he got credit and money wise. Um, one of the most fascinating little details that I saw was um. Uh, so at one point, um, Stan brought in his little brother to write oh, the Marvel, yeah. and um, Larry was just this like just big like he was a huge comics fan. He loved Kirby from when he was doing you know Captain America with Simon, and like he was just this like really honest and like genuine and like like friendly person. So uh, Kirby modeled Larry and Stan as um, Thor and and um, Loki. Like that was. <laughs> Cause, cause like, you know, Thor and Larry are both this like very honorable and just and like, you know, straightforward people and uh, Loki and Stan are just conniving, manipulative little shits. I was like, that is my favorite. <laughs> That's the, my favorite piece of trivia I've ever learned. Uh, it's so good. Uh, and they're both vying for approval from Odin. In this case, it was um, their uncle because, you know, they both got yeah, he had of run- nepotism. Yeah, and he ran Marvel at the time, right? Yeah, Martin Goodman, their uncle, yeah. was the editor-in-chief of Marvel. I just so. think it's interesting to see, like, outside of Marvel DC people, like, his relationship with other creators. Like, he's clearly revered by creators, and I think 
seeing what happened to him, other creators took stands and fought for those rights. And now people like that, if there's someone who was that prolific now, they're they're gonna get what they deserve from it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because of the because like they talk about the image guys and like how they were like he even made a book with image and he that was the most he made off a comic. That made me that made me just crazy. And it wasn't even like a big image book, but like he actually got money from it. Yeah, it was like an old concept that he just had fully actualized just sitting there and Rob Liefeld came over to his house to hang out one day and was just like, I want to publish this and they gave him all of the creative uh, you know rights and all of the the you know the royalties and he's just and he looks at the check with his wife and he's like this is like wow there is money in comics i'm like that's so oh sad because <laughs> yeah. all comics, these years later comics as a medium owed by then owed him everything like yeah. every every yeah. comic book bought should some of that money should have already been going to him and anyway. now like Absolutely. and then the, the last three or four pages was like uh, so oh, good because then they basically show I you up. like i they, ne- i nearly they, cried honestly they show you the mcu and basically like now that his name's on all of these tv shows and movies and they would not exist without it. like the mcu that just made untold billions yeah. of dollars is because of him yeah it's Sh- crazy. shaping continuing to shape pop culture in ways that Mm-hmm. He could have never. And like even there's like a little bit that's like an interview with his son, Neil. And Neil's like, yeah, my dad always mm-hmm. saw his comics as storyboards. So like it's it would have yeah, it would have yeah. made him so happy to see this like live and in color. You know, like that's so cool. Like I wish he could have seen it. That's I uh, yeah, it makes is, me want to cry again. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it def- this book was great. I would highly recommend if yeah. you get your hands on it. It's um, it was a great read. I I tore through it. It's It's not small. Either. No, it's a it's um, it's pretty I couldn't put it down. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's, all it's, it's start to finish. It's it covers everything if I feel like. I don't know if this dude left out anything. I don't think if he left out anything it's because it nobody knows it. Like it's it's yeah, just right. lost Exa- to yeah. history, you know. Yeah, the only people that may know it are is just his family at that point. Yeah. And they <laughs> may not even know it at this point. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like Steve Ditko autographs. Yeah. <laughs> they right, exist. Yeah, right. But in a way that they don't exist. Right, exactly. The only uh, we were saying this the other day. The only Ditko autographs that exist are Ditko writing a detailed letter as to why he doesn't do autographs and then signing it. Which is the irony. There is just that's Uh, fantastic. That is so good. I wonder if he does that shit on purpose. Of course, (laughs) of course. Um, He's got to know, like that. There's man. Speaking speaking of other creators, though, that was another one of my favorite details. Is that evidently Jim Steranko was like a crazy escape artist and Mr. Miracle's life is entirely based oh, off yeah. of how batshit cool Jim Starenko's life was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that based, at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that either. That's so cool. Now it like, where's the book on Jim Starenko? <laughs> like, where's that? It, it wasn't, um, it wasn't Barta based off his wife. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically <laughs> saying, Hey, your dad's a piece of shit. Like, well, that, all that, all well, these people are terrible. Yeah, we the, should get out of well, here. Well, that was you know that, that was when Funky Flashman uh, and then Funky Flashman showed up, which is hysterical. Put up with his bullshit. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> his wife was like, "You're getting fucked over." He's like, "I know, but I got these kids." <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, but you know, they're fucking you over." I, I think a couple times they show her like he's drawing something. He's like, "You you worked this really hard," beautiful. and she was like, "Yeah, th- Marvel doesn't deserve this. You can keep this." I love at the very end. There's like a reunion. It's like a 25th anniversary reunion of Marvel. So like Stan and and Jack run into each other at like a like a gala. Oh yeah. And uh, 
And Stan's like, you know, like, I'm sorry things ended so badly with us. I want to make a book with you one last time. And Kirby's like, I'd like that too. And Roz, his wife, walks up and she's like, over my dead fucking body. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. will not touch him. <laughs> she, she knew what well, was then, up. Yeah. And then they have that really famous, like, I think it's kind of famous when Kirby was on, like, a radio show. And basically, oh, he's yeah. talking about stuff. And Stan Lee calls in and basically calls him a liar. Yeah. Fucked up. Jesus. Man. Like, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I wrote it all. And Jack Kirby's like, yeah, you didn't let me. Like, yeah. I did all this, though. He's like, oh, my, oh no, no, he's just messing. in the margins, and you just yeah. copied them and added a bunch just, of dumb shit that no one wanted. He's a tracer. <laughs> I mean, no, if there's ever, just, in the truest wow. sense of the word, Kirby, or Lee is a fucking tracer. Uh, it's like, you know, I already, I think my, my stance on uh, how much I hate Stan Lee is pretty well, lone, well known, but... um. This book just really just drove it home in a way that I didn't expect it to. I thought I knew how much of a piece of shit he was. And it's just like, you you took advantage of this treasure of a man who was just too fucking humble and hardworking to ask for money. Fuck you. Fuck you, you yeah. piece of shit. Well, yeah, he had, he was, he had cared about his family, so he didn't risk his family's well-being to get, you know, to, for to, to what he thought he deserved. Money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he didn't want to lose everything. Yeah. Great read, though. So good. good. I, I mean, and this, we've, we've been talking about this for a while and barely scratching the surface of the details in this book. Like, honestly, go ask your local comic shop for it. It is so yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's what, that's what I did today. With, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get that for me. So, yeah. Adam's like, so I would like to read that. I'm going I to. Read. Also may I, to may read I also yeah. read? No. May okay, I, then please. You. <laughs> please sell me this book yeah because I, I was talking to, to george he was like oh i could put it on hold i was like yeah okay and he's like he's like well why do you need it so soon he's like well I, we're recording like today so <laughs> he's like oh i guess you can't buy a book from us if we don't have it then occasionally adam wants to read the things we talk about on here yeah right <laughs> it's the effort it's the thought that counts. this one's not my fault this time yeah this that's time. fair we didn't order enough that's the problem yeah, how did you not order enough books about Jack Kirby? Come hey, man, we ordered a bunch more downtown. People know what's up down at the the other store. <laughs> <laughs> and enough. subsequently sold out. <laughs> bunch yeah. of casuals in the suburbs. Yeah, yep, it's true. It's true. <laughs> they don't they don't appreciate Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Those People out here just don't appreciate good art. <laughs> uh, all right, what other comics are there? I'll shut up for a little while. Speaking of erections. <laughs> We already did money shots. Stop that. Oh, right, yeah, like right. how many more of these? Money shot number it? ten. We went into the future. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Uh, Sabrina, okay. the teenage witch, something wicked, number two. Ooh, yeah. Nice, we nice. still segued off of boners though. Yeah, yeah please. Uh, cut, cut my boner comment from the record. I, I feel very uncomfortable. Now. Yeah, I've been trying to find a good way to segue into this. I'm like, I'm just not getting one. Whatever. <laughs> But uh, this this is by Kelly Thompson and Veronica and Andy Fish. I read the two issues. And it's very good. It is very <laughs> good. So basically, she, her her two friends who are brother and sister, every full moon combine into a Wendigo or Wendigo. It's like ah, a, you did I it again. It. It's <laughs> like a Wendigo. Wendigo. Yeah, Wonder Twin Wendigo powers. Form of Wendigo. <laughs> i'd read that i'd read that book but uh but sabrina's trying to stop it and she put a spell on them to figure out who was responsible for them being a where wind to go where to go that does not roll off the tongue very well it does no. not where not easily 
but she finds out her her aunts are responsible, and she doesn't understand why. So like, of course, she's all confused because she needs like she doesn't know how to handle this. She can't talk to her aunts about it because they're who she's essentially fighting against here. Mm-hmm. And there's this lady that owns a tarot shop that's below a <laughs> all year Christmas store. Yeah, <laughs> I love the explanation for that. Yeah, man, it's great. And yeah, there's like she has all kinds of witchy shit. She's been teaching her how to play this card game that witches play. But yeah, what a great cover! An all year round Christmas shop. I just like that she's like, yeah, well, uh, other we've we tried like a library, and yeah. well, there was another one too, I think. But that's absurd. That's <laughs> I'm that's gonna start going though. into those stores. It's like, all right, where's all your witchy shit? Yeah, where's the <laughs> underground look, basement for? Yeah, right. Looking for the secret door. <laughs> I, I love that it's not a year-round Halloween shop because that's too obvious. Right. That exactly. Would be, yeah. That would stay, be, you'd have way too much people around who are looking for that sort of shit. <laughs> yeah. So this is what two issues in you said? Yeah, this is two issues in, and uh, we we get a little bit of this will they won't they with uh, mm-hmm. Sabrina and the. The dude who's part the, of the where the would go? Where would Digo? Where would Digo? Where where Digo? She, where Digo? It's got that uh, high school. Where did he go? It's got that <laughs> high school slash X Men relationship triangle. Yeah. Oh so, boy. Yeah, there's a love triangle between him and he doesn't. I don't think he knows that Sabrina's a witch. And then Harvey, of course, because why not? And yeah, there's this whole love triangle thing. Okay. But she's. Well, a little weird if it's like I'm a witch. It's like, oh well, that's a deal breaker. So you're fucking Wendigo. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> guess what you are. A little too close to your sister, and also uh, <laughs> a nocturnal, once a moon monster. <laughs> but, a classic. Show me, uh, show me yours. I'll show you mine. Right. Uh, but anyway, so she she's kind of on her own because she, she also doesn't want to tell uh, this this witchy lady about all this because she doesn't want to like dump all of this stuff on her so she's like all right i'm doing this on my own and there's this great shot of her preparing a spell it's just like there's amazing art but it's just like her sitting in a circle and it's it's really really good the artwork Mm -hmm. in this is fantastic um because it's like just poppy enough to be like lighter fair but it's also incredibly witchy which is kind of fun all right yeah but then she finds out that because of the spell, she burned down like half of the forest. And that's how she learns that there's a cost to doing magic. Always a cost. Where it ends. Oh, yeah. It's like the whole uh, woods like burned down. Yeah. Well, way to go, yeah. Sabrina. I thought you were going to say way, way to go, when to go. <laughs> that's a Scooby-Doo episode. That's got to yeah, be. That's a different episode. Yeah, that's a different, that's a different comic. That's got to that, be a Scooby-Doo episode. That's Where the crossover. Where did the go go? Way man. to go, when to go. That's the crossover issue. Which, which is which. <laughs> it's always stuck with me. Wait, it's, it, this is a great series because it's very light. It's very... It's very poppy. The color work is fantastic. It's like just witchy enough. It's fun. Like Kelly Thompson's a, a great writer. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. I love And that. the nice. fishes are fantastic. Love these folks. <laughs> Andy and Veronica Fish. No, oh, Andy. I, and, I didn't know yeah. what the Andy fuck you were talking about. Were there were fishes the, in them? The fishes. Yeah. Andy fish and Veronica ago. Fish. I'm a werefish. <laughs> <laughs> werefish. <laughs> 
That's a. I feel like that'd be the worst kind of wear animal is fish. Well, yeah, because yeah, if you're not you near, be near water, water, you just die. <laughs> yeah, and like and you're just a fish. It's not like a wear shark. Like that'd be kind of dope. But like <laughs> just a just a regular old just like a wear bass. Like, <laughs> wear bass. <laughs> like it'd be terrible. Wear flounder. <laughs> it's like oh shit, he's a bass again. What if there was a restaurant that served like wear meat, but then it like turned back and you just get like limbs? <laughs> wear meat. <laughs> you get a steak and it's like uh it turned they're into only, a leg. This tastes, this tastes like people now. Oh no. Yeah, because they're, uh, they're only open on full moons because otherwise God. they're just they're just serving human Damn parts. <laughs> That's exactly oh, yeah. where I was going, Adam. That's exactly. But, but that gets into a really hairy situation with like with <laughs> like the health board and and all of that stuff because it's like you can't just have store human parts. You can't you just gotta, store human parts. Gotta, it's like, yeah, but if this was a full moon, this would all be like fucking steaks. And, this is you definitely a schedule um, the health inspection. This is definitely a restaurant that exists on Billionaire Island. You're like, can you come this very specific time? And they're like, why? And please don't wear anything silver. <laughs> yeah, let's spoil the meat. You gotta, you gotta make sure the utensils aren't. <laughs> Yeah, you can only what use plastic. Happening? You can only use plastic silverware just in case. How did we get here? It's my fault. It is your fault. I blame you entirely. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'm I, glad I, I got it out here though and didn't keep me up at night. What's funny is <laughs> in, in between this. issues of uh, of the Sabrina series, I've also been reading Jughead: The Hunger. So a lot of this is kind oh, of colliding in my brain in a really <laughs> chaotic way because that book is nuts. Yeah, no, I've heard that's excellent. Where Jughead is a werewolf. Got it. But imagine Jughead's appetite as a werewolf. Oh, yeah. No, that's like brutal. That's, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. We're all just hamburgers to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Until he's hamburgers to us. <laughs> nice. We gotta take it back. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, where the, the fuck most did dangerous this show game. go? What the fuck are we doing? I don't know, man. I'm sorry, you guys. Do not I apologize. Love I love it. Yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. What's next? What's well, Sabrina? What you? Yeah, RJ. What do you got? Do um, be quiet. No one's rose number three, and I haven't talked about no one's rose number one or two. Yeah, tell yeah. me okay. about this book. I've only seen the cover. Uh, it's I think it's number two, where they're like all plant people, and they're like plants rights plant lives matter or something and i was like whoa what is this like uh, also weird timing because that wasn't intentional i'm sure Casey, they had all this... plants matter all right <laughs> oh my God. Uh, i don't want to open this uh this box right now so well, I'm I, just, keep I, this I know closed. this book was written before you know the world exploded so i'm curious what you know the plot was and, and how it's you know how it relates <laughs> so it's written by zach thompson and emily horn and the art is alberto albuquerque or I think that's it. Sure. I didn't know it was Zach Thompson. I would have read it. That dude rules. Um, and essentially, the the main plot is that they're they live the people live in like a kind of like a biodome, um, because outside all the trees have gone dry and died. Um, so there's like this one main tree in the in the dome, and there's different levels of it. Um, and they're split up by class because of course 
Yeah, of um, right? Because yeah. of course it is, yep. And uh, there's the two main characters are brother and sister, Ten and Saren. And Saren is, um, she's like an engineer and like a teacher. And, uh, or Ten is. And Saren, he is um, kind of like a labor worker. He like converts poop and stuff into resources and like is working. And their dad was poop into resources. Yeah, like, we're just it's, gonna skate right past that. It's like you know, it's it's echo punk. It's, okay. Um, and uh, so their dad was like a really famous scientist, but he kind of got Jor-Eld, where he found that the he thought the tree Jor-Eld. was like dying and that they couldn't sustain living in that dome. Um, and he started, like, talk, like, they said that he was, like, thought he could talk to trees, so this group that they kind of label economic terrorists, um, or eco-terrorists, um, <laughs> economic, sure. that's a very yeah. different thing. <laughs> eco-terrorists, um, they're, they, uh, looked up to him, and he, he created this, uh, experiment that blew up and killed him and ten other people, so he's, like, looked down upon from the the high up like scientists and and he's revered by the the eco terrorists um so the one day the sister and brother decide to go up to the to a like the high uh the place called the mid um and uh they have this huge parade uh where and they're like none of the people none of the, like the the lower classes can see this beautiful like celebration that's going on and then an attack happens from i think it's the dryads or something like that they're like kind of named after dryads um so they attack and the brother and sister kind of get swept up into the the attack and the brother has actually been trying to join them so this issue the sister got kicked out of the scientist group but they're bringing her back in because her experiments are like the best that anyone's ever been able to make and her technology is the closest that's going to get to saving them and then the the brother actually is able to join the terrorist group it or you know the rebellion so Hmm. the the scientists bring the sister in and they show her they're like do you know anything about your father's work um and she's like well i know he was creating like tech and and like weapon uh like plant uh fusion stuff like this mask that lets you breathe but it like grows it's got like roots that go into your nose and it like closes with tree sap but it like lets you it's like a breather so it's like all this weird cool environmental tech um but then the scientist shows her it's like well that's not the only thing he did, and it's this huge garden that has um, kind of, like, a bunch of different things cloned from the world that used to be. There's, like, bees and different bees. flowers and um, <laughs> a bunch of other stuff and, like, everything to repopulate the, the world. So they tell her that if she denounces her father's legacy and... Uh, the the eco terrorists that sh- that they'll give her free reign to use this facility, mm, and 
also that there's this group of people that they found on the out the outside that can actually breathe and um they didn't know they existed so they're going to go on a mission to find out about them and then the brother um is at like a debriefing from the the rebellion and she he finds out that the the group is actually going to blow up the um the lower tier of like all the laborers and stuff and he's like this is going to murder like tons of innocent people we need to blow up the the higher place so he leaves to go find like these even like even more brutal people to um to blow up the the like the high class the area. bourgeoisie if you will yeah yeah plant bourgeoisie i knew casey i knew where casey was going he almost got there but uh this yeah, all no, sounds pretty awesome i'm it's i'm upset really i missed cool. this there's lots of lots of layers to it so i'm skipping over some of the stuff but like all the different regions have names and there's like a bunch of different um groups of like casts of people that all have that are all named so it's very like world builded um sci-fi but this is this is like if Krakoa existed like pre-bolshevik revolution (laughs) kind of yeah yeah (laughs) it's really cool and the art is art is phenomenal um so that yeah i've been really i'm gonna gonna go back and uh grab those three issues that sounds awesome there you go i dig the crap out of most of what vault is doing yeah, no, it's I I think I only missed it because it came out like before the shutdown and that like weird the weird before time. Uh, <laughs> that weird the, before time. The before time. <laughs> before we ended up remember, in this bad Max hellscape. Remember when? <laughs> remember how we were joking like what if this turns into a bad Max hellscape? And now here we are. It's yeah, just all remember that? Remember all the that? cities are just burnt rebar now. Like <laughs> Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh my god! Meanwhile, the the right. fireworks just started going off right on cue outside of nice. the window. That's Same. That's why I I I'm a little annoyed. <laughs> a little annoyed about the current situation. Uh, no, just kidding though. It's not all just burnt rebar out there. That's not yet. There's not like yet. that's like next hot time. dog stands, like burnt rebar <laughs> and hot dog stands. Yeah. <laughs> Malls are open, so we're fine. Everything's yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> Malls are definitely. RJ loves that. Disney World is open. Uh, did you guys did you see the like uh, Japan asked people not to scream on roller coasters? I did see COVID, that. That's scream so inside good. your heart. That's amazing. Scream inside your heart. <laughs> scream inside your heart. <laughs> I want. I just want. I do every day. Disneyland. Yeah. Like pastel purple hooded sweatshirt that says that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Please, Please, Please scream, scream inside. inside your heart. If you can't Disneyland scream on roller coasters. I don't know. Why, I've, why go on roller coasters? I've never if you gone can't on scream. roller coasters, though. So. Wait, that would never? be an eerie thing to like be nope. in a, a park and have one of those those ones that like goes right over your head. Just yeah. go by it, just silent with a whole bunch of people on it. That would, that would be so weird. That'd be, that'd be so the most scary. terrifying thing I've yeah. ever experienced. I would just assume they're all dead. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that was... <laughs> all of them are dead because one of them should be making noise. <laughs> The most it's a library roller coaster. Someone yeah. just shush. <laughs> they just go by and go. Shush. The shush just coaster. Doppler effect. Your shush. 
Just yeah, that, like I'm not a big screamer on roller coasters, but like that's definitely part of the sound that you would think associate with. Roller I also, I also sure. read that thing about like the scream inside your heart article, and I was just like, how is this not the Onion? This is real. Like, what are we? <laughs> yeah, I know. Every it's day true. I wake up and find an article that should be a satirical uh, piece, and it's not. Yeah, I'm on Reddit. I read. I have Onion and not the Onion, and some of them are. <laughs> sometimes they're way too close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but i i keep going back to the one screen grab from the first turtles movie with raph holding a newspaper and the the headline in like size 400 font just says it's worse <laughs> <laughs> that just we might as well just be putting that on every just put newspaper, that on every every newspaper. Day. yep it's like well, we can't was, be wrong with a headline like that there's, there's a part like that in the matt fraction hawkeye i had that as my like background thing on facebook for the longest time and it was a. Uh, it was, it was like a, everything is awful. Yeah, it was just a panel of like the the, the Daily Bugle and the big headline is everything's awful, and then the subline is oh god, why is it so awful? Please make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, oh man. Gosh. So uh, right. so speaking of boners, I was uh, I was just gonna say, <laughs> speaking of boners and love triangles, do we just talk? Yeah, about... Yeah, we have to talk about X Force, right? All right, we gotta yeah. do it. Dude, X Force right. is so horny. Why is yeah. boner our only segue we can come up with? Because <laughs> it works for everything, RJ. Have you it met us? Everything. Have you met us? Yeah. Um, Have you met me? Yeah. But uh, but no, yeah. So so there's a story going on with more plant people, similar to RJ's like book. A... <laughs> uh, but like that stuff is fine, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because. We, I like really... that we don't give a shit about the plot of this book at all. At it's all. not. It's not important. Well, because it was, it all, was super um, rushed. It was like there was clearly they were building up something in the last issue, and then there was like, hey, and then we're done. You know, like, oh yeah, uh, it's Ben Ben Percy and Josh Kasara. Yes, before we get you. too far. Um, yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. It was one of those two issues in one issue endings. Yeah, and like. And then they were like, all right, well, let's uh, let's get back to mutants. Getting yeah, they're off. fighting these plant people. Jean Grey just says like. All right, we're good. Well, basically, you find um, out that uh, the beast caused it. Beast created this oh. like mutant, yeah, like he, in he trying to solve up. the problem, yeah. he created an entire nation of like mutated plant uh, terrorists that want to kill him. That happens. You know, they yeah, to unclog she, the toilet, yeah. and then you just mutant plant people everywhere. <laughs> that, and, that are and really beast, you know specious against mutants. Beast and Gene kind of had a moment too. Where that was really yeah. good. That was also Gene's what, like, I, I'm like, not going to be on your kill team. Well, and I mean, then Hank was like. She should have known that X Force is X Force to begin with, but yeah, also like, like Beast on. is particularly just like, ah, fuck it, I fucked up, but I learned a lot, and it's like, no, you slaughtered, you genocided he's a, he's a, a nation, you yeah, genocided he's, a nation, dude. Like he's getting closer and closer to just Dark Beast every day. Like yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, just kidding, it's been Dark Beast this whole time. <laughs> yeah, because he's they, been dying as fur. Well, because they, you know, with Krakoa, they're resurrecting all mutants, so maybe they got a big old switcheroo. They got parent trapped. They got Freaky Friday. They got Freaky Friday. Or vice and... versa. Or <laughs> so there got, was so many movies with that. Yeah, sliding doors or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the secret is you gotta hit him in the head a second time. That's always the way. It works. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. It's, all you, it's the problem solved. You just gotta um, knock it out. Yeah, so after the mission is when the, the collective takeaway. rest of the podcast uh, <laughs> lost their mind. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean the rest? You didn't lose your mind? 
Come on. No. I wasn't that excited about this. Do you what? do you experience joy at all, Sean? I do, but this is not where yeah, I get it from, boner? I guess. Well, the, the big takeaway oh, here. Boner. RJ, don't get me wrong. It gave me a boner. But that's not what we're talking <laughs> about. It was here. a sad, joyless boner, is what yeah, I'm saying. I didn't like Jesus. it at I, all. I hate this theme. <laughs> so after the mission, they have to, obviously, the only thing you do logically is soak in a hot spring right of course like on krakoa do. because it's a paradise island with hot springs and it's sentient so really you're just sitting in its open oh. mouth filled with hot spit as, essentially as, as that's as what his hot and jean gray make some hot spit yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so so basically what we're talking about if you didn't read the issue is that wolverine and jean gray hook up at the end um <laughs> kind of confirming the polyamorous relationship yeah exactly that's been not, to. not kind of confirming fully out and out confirming that there is a love i'm going to say pentagram because it's like five people right it's a, oh, the yeah, very, emma's in there too it's right? at the very least scott gene wolverine and emma is there anyone else i feel yeah. like i'm missing i something. mean I they're in krakoa's mouth at this point and so. krakoa and krakoa yeah exactly whether he wants to be or not well one of oh, it, he wants they, to they be. live on the moon though so oh yeah that's right oh that right is. they live on the so well, where is this hot spring on krakoa Okay, well, yeah. there it but is. They, so this one involved Krakoa, but they Typically, normally live on the moon. Normally right. live on the moon. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I, I just love that, like, you know, like, uh, non-heteronormative, uh, you know, uh, stuff, sex stuff is, is, uh, is involved, is, is out and out and, like, proud in Marvel yeah. comics. I would have never yeah. expected that shit to happen. It's, it's pretty interesting. Jean- and they they almost went just far enough to where you would have forgotten about it. Like, oh wait, yeah. didn't they do a whole thing? They're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> hey, you remember remember how they have conjoined rooms on the moon? That yeah. wasn't on accident. That wasn't and right on cue. Supposed to be subtle. Gene just Gene dumps them out for Wolverine, and we're, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she, it. but I, I mean, like it, th- this was this was also one of those like. It's almost like an on the golf course kind of moment where she's like, "Look, I'm not going to be in your X Force anymore," and he's like, "All right, cool, but like, we still doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they. Yeah, absolutely. and she's like, uh, "Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> that was never in question." <laughs> yeah, can That's you the shut up? Can it. you shut up about work already? <laughs> yeah, it's not X Force; it's Sex Force. Yeah, right? heck yeah, with the sex men. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched Doom Patrol the other day. That's just in my head now. Oh, the sex man. Oh, speaking of Doom Patrol, that's a good segue. There oh, it yeah. is. Yeah. Sweet. We actually speaking, had a natural so, segue finally. Boners, um, well, I mean, that's a natural segue. I mean, with <laughs> with this uh, with this mass head. So we have Gerard Way, Jeremy Lambert, Nick Darrington, Mike Allred, and Tamara Bonvillian. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, Tamara bon Bonvillian. Bond, bond villain? villain? Yeah. Like almost like Bond. Awesome almost Bond villain, but just bond Good villain. villain. Yeah. Bond villain. Good villain. It's great. It's an awesome last like name. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a whole lot of people who do really great comics all together. Yeah, that is a, that is a dream team. All doing team. a good comic. <laughs> that is know, a dream man. team specifically for Doom Patrol also. Like that. They, they, they just, just, they just it. got him in a room and they put him in a blender and that comic came out. Yeah, pretty much. And it's beautiful. That sounds like a Doom Patrol plot, honestly. It is. It, it really does. <laughs> it, it is beautiful. And Mike Allred did just the inks on this, which is bizarre because it's like 
it turned it into an Allred book. Like yeah. he just he accidentally turned Nick Darrington and Jeremy Lambert's art into. Yeah, the characters really popped in a different way than they did the like, other. I he just up, has like, such a specific line style. Like you can't yeah. not. Yeah, do I, that. I actually and it worked like, great. At one point, I saw a specific face, and I like had to flip back to the 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 front. And I'm like, wait, did he did he draw this too? Was he to pencils? me? It was it was a uh, flex. Yeah, uh, I think it's like one Rita where I'm just like that yeah. is a that is a all red woman's face like <laughs> right. that's that's clearly Laura's face right you know? that's that's Laura all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I you know so I was bummed out because this was supposed to be a ten issue miniseries just like the the first um Broadway Doom Patrol like Young Animal Doom Patrol um but mm-hmm. since Young Animal got canceled from DC and replaced with Black Label um they canceled like this was the only book that was still going from Young Animal. So they just cut it short. They're like, you're canceled at seven. So they clearly had a 10 issue arc that they just jammed all into this issue. Um, but mm-hmm. I think they, and it felt like that. It felt rushed, unfortunately, but they still managed to give it all like the heart and like the jam packed, man. Yeah. Like it, it was like, basically they have to go to, you know, Cliff has become a planet and, um, uh, okay. <laughs> yes. uh, what's his face? Um, uh, not, not Min- Mintelow. Uh, Martian Manhunter 1 million, where he becomes Yeah, famous. right. Um, but yeah, uh, Rita's ex-husband, I can't remember his name right now. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. The guy, yeah, I don't remember his um, name either. He, he has a plan to, like, solve it, but Casey is, has gone into the future and seen that that plan dooms them all to an, an oblivion inside of Cliff's brain. So she has, the only way she can go backwards in time is Dude, to go through Jane. And well, and there's a very specific reason why. Because she's she becomes the dominant personality in Jane when they all get meshed together or something, right? She she's a she is a Jane personality. Well, she's a comic book character, and when they all get meshed together in in Cliff's brain, she becomes Jane's dominant. Yeah, they're all comic book characters. Yeah, well, (laughs) yes. Um, Well, she gets in there. Yeah, she gets into the underground, and there's like, I need to. We got to fix this shit. And Jane's like the only one that could stop them. It's chronic. Yeah. But then by doing it, it like erases her. Yeah. Because C- time travel and Doom Patrol, and I just said, okay, sure, no yep. problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they also had to crash Danny uh, into Cliff to to do because Danny's an ambulance in this in this. Uh, Danny the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. So they crash. You know, Casey drives Danny into Cliff's uh, like monster army, and uh, Danny comes out of it as just the radio. <laughs> like he survives by just the radio and just be like yeah yeah <laughs> and then uh but casey's nowhere they, to be found yeah. so she's dead or and or you know like she's she's back, back in the comic into book. The, she's she's back in the danny comic yeah so, so she yeah. may live on in danny world right because there's yeah. still a danny world right absolutely yeah and then she'll yeah. live on there and potentially has the ability to come back in some capacity like they didn't they didn't yeah. completely shut the book on her which i like yeah they just put her back into the book yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, the way that like Jane solves it is really cute because she has she basically has a heart to heart with Cliff and that just you know that whole thing always a good relationship. Yeah. Also, but... Naked Flex was fun. Oh, I love this is cute. Flex is cute little man. patootie. He's <laughs> cute. He's He skipped patootie. ass day. <laughs> yeah, he like used his like. I love the explanations for how he gets out, does anything because it's just yeah I flexed this and then I could breathe in space. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's just the most absurd shit and I love it. Oh, it's really good. It's and fantastic. yeah, and he like 
he put all of his like negative energy into the shorts that had like damaged. Yeah, so the alien latched on the shorts. Yeah, Yeah. so that's why he's naked. It's like, all right, dog. (laughs) You don't have to lie to us. (laughs) You can just like be naked in space. It's cool. (laughs) But yeah, also like negative man just has oh he's positive man now. And positive man just like always carries a a pair of trunks around just in case for flex. And it's like that what a good buddy. (laughs) And he just looks like he's just got um he just looks like he got crapped out of an 80s movie in this Yeah, because he's positive man love it. now. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, this book's man, so great. I... I really hope there's more. I hope that it got canceled because specifically the young animal thing and that it'll get dude, renewed under a black, black label. label Doom Patrol. Yeah, oh, be, oh, dude, that would especially, be something else. Especially with Gerard Way. So I'd, like, I'm in. And yeah. with all that real so estate good. on the page. Oh, my God. It'd be yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just want yeah, more, keep more the team. Panic. Just make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm new, to, new to the Doom Patrol game. Casey, kind of another one of the Force many great book. comic books that I read, and I love this team. I can't get enough of this. And Gerard Way's additions thing. to it have it's been great. beautiful too. Like, yeah, his his run was awesome. I got those. I I devoured the Morrison run. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's so good. And then yeah, but like I I want more of this. The show is great. The comics are great. Like. I just really like this dynamic, this team. Like, it's a great, the characters are such a really good uh, combo. And they're unique. Like, they get to have a lot of fun. Like, this is what I feel like comics are. Yep. Yeah. Like, Danny the Ambulance. Like, and they're just like, yeah, he can fly, he can talk, he can teleport. Like, who gives a shit? Like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. I love Doom Patrol. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I I love this run of Doom Patrol. Like, every issue Mm -hmm. has been kind of almost a standalone, but not white and yeah yeah like, there's, there's yeah. a different in its own but way you don't need to yeah like it's mm-hmm. yeah yeah Gerard done a great on all the ones that he's <laughs> written um he's done a really good job I thought I, I really enjoyed them yeah absolutely Such yeah, a this is a fun awesome. issue yeah very fun um, um Strange Academy books. number two was pretty good too oh Great. As really a brief oh, shout. Yeah. Um, so like it's Kinda the first cute. day of class, so all of the we, we get to know each of the students a little better and like mm-hmm. what the kind of curriculum is. Like one class they have to put a genie back in a bottle without mm-hmm. using any magic. Yeah, it's just like good luck, figure it <laughs> I out. I love I love like montage class like yeah, just yeah. different weird stuff happening. And then uh um magic uh iliana is teaching a class on hell oh, that's right and as a punishment banishes two two students just into limbo and like figure your way out yeah because yeah, they just were just like they were acting up yeah it. just like then she gets yelled at for it's like you can't do that iliana it's like eh, but i did though <laughs> but it's fun and there's like that that whole i, I only wanted to bring this up because it kind of echoed that sabrina issue where there's this whole subplot mm-hmm. of the one students trying to figure out why if there's a price to magic, like before she came to the the school, anytime she used her magic, she would get like depleted or like almost pass out. And she finds out one of their first lessons is there's a cost for magic. And she's like, but I haven't yeah. been feeling any of that. There really hasn't been a cost to magic since I got here. And the answer she got was basically like, we've got you covered on that front. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. So there's some shady thing going on. That's, paying the price for all of these kids just running around doing magic all day yeah there's yeah, just someone I'm in the basement curious. killing white rabbits all day <laughs> yeah it's got to be something like that because it was uh yeah. um 
there was a whole plot of that with Doctor Strange when Jason yeah. Aaron was writing Doctor Strange. That was a whole thing where he just had like, a, a like a a sentient like source of of misery that like was his accumulation of his like owed debt Oof. to magic, and it, it just came out to like destroy everything. It was like yeah, that yeah, was a fun remember, run. Remember when you did that and that was a terrible idea? You should probably not do that again. <laughs> Please don't do that again, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. You big idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's their final. It's like, okay, here's your you have sentient to fight the misery. mass of it's, it's like misery. A, it's like deadly class where it's just like, yeah, yeah. you're not gonna live. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and if you do, congratulations. <laughs> you made it. Yep. No, that that's just the the crippling student debt that follows these students for the rest <laughs> of their lives. <laughs> In the, the form the, the of a giant misery that is misery <laughs> I actually would rather have that, I think. Yeah. I, can, I could deal with I that. I could befriend it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah we could just that. be friends. We could just I could slowly turn into a sentient not misery monster. <laughs> I've got enough rabbits in my garden right now where I could be fine for a while. <laughs> anyway. I feel like every other book we're gonna talk about is a huge bummer. I'm avoiding it. I could talk There's about some band-aids we got to rip off this week. Join the sure. future. It's not not a big bummer. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, join the future was a little bit. Of, let's talk about join the future. That's fine. That's a little bit of a bummer though. <laughs> a little bit, but it's the the middle section is not anyway. Yeah. It's Zach Kaplan and Peter Kowalski. This mm-hmm. is also number three. Um, I like this book. Yeah, it was good. So the main character, I forget her name. They call her. Clementine? Mrs. Clementine? I don't know. Sounds right. Eh, it's something. <laughs> Girl. Got it. Well, like, he just calls her Sunshine all the time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, her whole family got murdered. In the... Sure did. I thought you said this wasn't a bummer. In the second issue. <laughs> uh, so she is looking for ammo and finds the she finds the traitor. Um... And he kind of, like, takes care of her because he... Was she, like, blacked out? Is that what happened? Yeah, she was trying to find him, and, like, she saved him, but she needs, like, medicine and shit. Um, But she was running away from, like... So basically the idea is, like, they live in the woods, but then there's this huge futuristic cities that are basically terraforming the planet. And getting people and, to, like, join them. And getting people to join yeah. and go to the city and stuff, and her family resisted, so they killed them all. Yeah. And this guy's, like, a traitor. He's, like, a holdout. And he's like, okay. And she wants... And she, Wants she ammo. wants revenge oh, ammo yeah. for like her old gun yeah she's, which got, is a terrible like, shot she got an old six shooter so she wakes yeah. up and like uh she's like give me give me some ammo and he's like no uh and he's like <laughs> i want you have uh you got your place is a fucking mess so let me like clean it for you and um and he's like no and he's like all right well i can cook <laughs> and he's like oh you can cook all right it's fine <laughs> yeah that's all it took yeah yeah whatever you can barter with i guess yeah but then he's like all right i got these guns and he just has like all these future to te- all this future yeah, tech so... and she's like no i'm gonna do it on my own with my six shooter and he's like all right i, I love this because yeah, right? it's like he just unveils this weapon rack that yeah, looks yeah. like straight out of a sci-fi uh yeah. arsenal and it's yep. like this has uh like heat tracing bullets and this mm-hmm. one uh shoots a nuke and she's like, no, I want this. I want this six shooter. Oh, the six shooter. And she's a terrible shot. Yeah. Yeah. And you then, can use, you can really use the heat seeking bullets when you can't. And the, yeah. there's like there's like a good like five, six pages of a training montage mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. using the 
stick shooter and just not learning. Like it just doesn't <laughs> yeah, work. She, she like gets it better at all, and then yeah, eventually she just gives up and gets like a future gun. It's like, oh look, I can hit stuff now. Oh, it turns yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> she like bakes some bread, Idiot. and he's never he hasn't had bread in a long time. He starts talking about how he has a family, but they but they're in the big city. Um, and then yeah. uh, yeah, he's like, you know, you can either. I I appreciate your your you know your desire for revenge and your you know, a sense of justice, but are you going to die with it or are you going to actually do something with it? So she's like, all right. So she gets a, she gets a sci-fi gun <laughs> and um, she goes to the, the sheriff's office, which are the people who uh, were in charge. Um, and she goes in and they're immediately like, put, put that away. <laughs> and then they shoot her out a window with a stun gun. And uh, yeah, what? Yeah, it did not, does yeah. not go great for her. No, uh, it like. doesn't go great. And then the, yeah, the sheriff's basically like, uh, if you're gonna come shoot people, learn how to use a fucking gun. Yeah, she doesn't like, even have like, the like the battery pack uh, put in yeah, the right way. She just does it all wrong. And then the traitor uh, holds up this gun that can shoot like six people at one time. So he's got laser awesome. dots on all the all the uh, deputies and whatnot. Um, so they make a trade they she he's like you know you're hanging around with him but he's one of he's the first person to ever sell his town to the city uh because he was a mayor of wichita or whatever yeah um and so you find out that the reason why his family is there is because he he sold them to protect them because his son had cancer and they were going to help him with that and uh, he wanted to protect his family so they kind of make a trade for to not get shot, which is to take her and let and uh, put her into the city, um, or be a fugitive. Or be Either a she's going to get yeah, arrested, yeah. or she goes to the city and all you know. So it kind of ends with him yeah. walking away, and she's she has to sign this document to join, um, and he's just trying to protect her. So it should be interesting the next issue seeing her what she does see she actually goes i can't imagine that will satiate her need for for revenge (laughs) yeah i can't imagine that's like i'm all good now this is fine everything's fine oh the city's great i was i was so wrong but but much like uh no man's rose it's a or no one's rose it's a nice uh nice genre blend of a bunch of different stuff that's true yeah i i i'm enjoying this one nice sci-fi western yeah I don't, there's not too much Western stuff. I know we talk about uh, Undone by Blood, but besides that, yeah, not a it's ton. It's not a terrible, terrible amount of Western stuff. So I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Get even more sad now. Yeah, y'all want to talk yeah, about finger guns? Sad. I was gonna say that, or oh, we're just we're gonna ignore the other sad book. Uh, That's probably for I the mean, best. It, okay, so just just briefly mentioning <laughs> Alienated number three or four. 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 Uh was excellent, uh, but also very sad. Like it includes a you know trigger warning. Um, you know, yes. I I don't know if it should have <laughs> it should have a trigger warning if it doesn't have one. Um, uh, but it also has the suicide hotline on the back, and that's all you really need to know about that book. Um but Ouch. continues to, to con- continues to surprise me and continues to be excellent. Um, yeah, this is a Simon Spurrier and Chris Wild Goose. Yeah. Great name. Good name good week for names this week. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm loving these names. Uh, yeah, like just 
you get the this they've been going through like the discovery and like kind of every character has gotten their issue and this is samir right yeah Got, this is kind of his issue and he's going through his pain and kind of dealing with um or not like dealing fa- with or not dealing with it because yeah like, again there's a suicide thing in here but like he thinks his you know his father left his family but, and he thought it's because he was wasn't good enough uh he's and he's gay right He's at least genderqueer in some way. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure exactly. But so, something he thought his father disapproved of. He wasn't of. a good enough son. He wasn't a good enough mother. Yeah. He wasn't a good and then enough, he does, you know, does the same thing that the, the, the girl does and basically the, and like kind of captures him. And dad's like, yeah, I didn't leave because of you. It's not your, and he's like, wait. Yeah, like I have a new family. I just. I was blaming myself this whole time and you just left because you left. Like, and he just like flips out. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then because he was hurting himself he was hurting the alien and then the alien just targeted all that pain and anger towards the father and just like disintegrated him yeah shit was wild and then also became full grown because he feasted on suffering yeah like he was a little baby before and then like the very last panel is him being like a giant like alien with uh yeah with like the main kid who's just a jealous little bitch yeah he Um, he kind of is turning into a villain of himself (laughs) yeah he for sure this is a yeah. This book, not sure what it was gonna be, but man, this was a rough one. But it was it was really good, uh, really good book. I'm I'm enjoying that one for sure. Another Boom Studios, Boom and Vault, man. They're like half our show now. I know it's great, right? Yeah, it's awesome. They're killing it. Um, speaking right. speaking of Vault, so top stories. We'll go roll. Fing- all right, let's roll guns. right into Finger Guns. Yeah. yeah. Finger Guns, another one that probably should have a trigger warning. Uh, for for domestic abuse, this one like ugh, it started off so well too. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's there's like, some really they... high highs and some really low lows in this book, and I think that's part of its charm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's... it starts really, and this issue it's gets both like it starts really high. You could very clearly tell that the the two characters they're they're smitten. Yeah, they're they're crushing <laughs> on each other pretty hard. They're clearly yeah, as they're figuring out what their finger guns do. Uh, they're also. Yeah, they're definitely very spit. She with also each other. like is ditching her friends to hang out with him and like walking. Yeah, around. like he very clearly like. I like these yeah. two. These two mean girls though. They're... <laughs> oh yeah. Like I'm gonna see you in next period. Like shut up. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She says something like, "I need to go work on my grades," and the one girl's like, "Lame. Like <laughs> just hang out with us." But then, like, yeah, they're texting all day. They're like, looks like, uh, you know, they're waiting for each other after school, and then they go to hang out and they're messing around. They test out a new like finger gun. Yeah, it's placement the, it's the, on, it's on the his dog. Extra hand underneath the gun to give it like more of a of some a oomph. Uh, yeah, some but yeah. it's also it it's also crossed fingers. Yes, that too. yeah yeah. It's like it's a weird it's a weird thing, but I guess it gives them courage. Yeah. That seems to be what happens because, like, the dog, dog just like it does, like, yeah, he just starts doing all these crazy tricks and stuff. It's great. Steals like a hot dog from somebody. <laughs> yeah, I like that he got to eat a hot dog. That was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was something decide- good that happened in this book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they figure out, like, what it kind of happens. And the girl's like, I- Can you try it on me? I need to know what happens. Like, I- I'm going to do anything to keep my mom safe because. Um, her father's super abusive. Well, there's like this brutal um page of her having a meeting with the principal, and he's like, "How's everything at home?" And it like flashes the scenes of them getting beat up. Yeah, 
Yeah, that so was in Tesla that last d- issue yeah. we didn't get. We yeah, didn't I think get that was two. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, I mean, but that's still, worth that's worth mentioning story. though, because it's like part of it, yeah. the, the situation with her dad at home gets we it's dive escalating. way more into that in the last issue. Yeah, and yeah. it's just well, like a powder keg waiting to go. Yeah, because even in the first issue, she, she we find out she's been using like the calming gun, like whatever that one was, to like every time his her dad got upset to calm him down. But he's and then like building up a tolerance. He's like build up a tolerance it. to it. She's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's, like it's almost making she, his baseline yeah. mood worse in a way. Like, yeah. And then she's really panicking because she found the life insurance policy. Right, yeah. And then the, the, the guy was like, oh, that's what married people do. And she's like, I'm really worried. And basically, like, a flip switches. And he's like, you know, my mom, his mom died. And he's like, you know what? I would do anything to get her back. So, yep, I'll help you. Let's do this. Yeah. Like, pretty much finally understands where she's at. And then, and then, but then they have another nice moment. Yeah, like he shoots her with the gun, <laughs> and she's like, "Let's dance!" And then, like, has the yeah. courage to like have this little cute dance party, and it's like, "Oh, that's yeah. nice." Yeah, the art is so good with yeah, the purple. Yeah, yeah, I really like, like the art uh, flowing through. It's fantastic. Uh, Val Halverson's great in this. The line work is super clean. I like the color palette on this. It's very mood centric. I like that the oh, totally. the yeah. whole book is subtle, like the art. And then the writing is all very subtle. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like much until it, until it really hits you. But like, yeah, there's absolutely. really great emotional range, and there's really great character development. Um, and then the art is like it, it's pretty like standard until it does like these crazy page layouts that are like really interesting. Um, yeah. So like, I feel like the the both the writing and the the art kind of go unnoticed until it really hits you that like they're both pulling a lot of a lot of heavy work and it's Mm -hmm. really cool yeah i think this next couple pages like the art fills that in like the writing does a lot but like the whole text message thing like oh my god oh yeah that's so because she text messages him back when she gets home like yeah i got home i'm just gonna go to bed it's whatever everything's great but then that's the moment where she's like i'm gonna try this new courage Especially because, mom. like, she walks in on them, like, having. Well, she an does argument. it right. Be- yeah. Well, she does it right before she walks in, because she oh, yeah, she yeah, knows yeah. what she hits, and then she walks in, and then they're ha- so she has the courage to do something while they're having an argument for the first time, and um, she hits her mom with it. To uh, give with her the courage, the courage basically saying you don't have to take this anymore, you know, and does it to give him the yeah, give her the courage to finally stand up, and she. Uh, the mom is great. Yeah, she's oh, my new that. favorite person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically saying like, yeah, like, mom, you don't have to take this. She's like, yeah, dude. And the, the dad, our daughter, much like you, is a disrespectful bitch. I'm like, oh, this dude's a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. he's like <laughs> super not great at all. <laughs> like, uh, and he's like, uh, he's just a weak person because like all of the stuff that yeah. they're that they're kind of telling us in between the lines, like he just goes to work and comes home and expects everyone to think that that's such a great thing that he did. Yeah, you know? like, but he like barely to, could get to bow down to his feet because he went to work, you know? Right. Like, and the job he barely could get, like they talk about how his wife had to help him fill out the paperwork because he's a, couldn't figure out how to do it by himself. So like he's, he's literally just going to work and coming home. Like that's like all he's doing. And he proceeds to beat the hell out of the mom and the daughter this time. Yeah. Which I don't think has happened they haven't shown that we've it been if, shown if it yeah happens. i'm sure it has if he's like this guy yeah but then the the thing i think just as like the mom's probably going to do something se- severe or maybe that can't come back like the thing wears out and it kind of just peters out from there 
Yeah, and she's and um, then she's like, "Okay, honey, like go to bed. Like I, I I'm okay. Like I'll handle this." And it's like, oh. yeah, like the dad walks away. He's like, "I'm going to bed. Why don't you do your job and clean this up?" It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, like, dude. I'm hoping that this they can find a way out of this because it seems like the mother and daughter are very close and all the daughter wants is to to protect her mom from this fucking monster and then again on the flip side super great moment on the other household right yeah Yeah, like he has a nice god a nice evening with his dad that he doesn't often get to have and everything's just kind of cool and nice they just like listen to records and eat ice cream and have a great night and it's like that's you know that's nice because they've shown his like isolation before and yeah. He's been really bummed out about not being able to hang out with his dad. Yeah. Because, you know, he's, he doesn't want to do it alone. Then he texts, texts the girl back. Because, oh, you know, glad to hear everything's okay. This, while right after her dad has just rampaged the house. Like, oh, my, yeah. just up and down, yeah. up and down. Rip my heart out. Put it back in. <laughs> rip it back out. I'm, but I'm screaming within my heart. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right, right. For I am safety. definitely screaming within my so heart. So as to not get my germs anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I this book is great. I we we talked about the first issue a lot. We missed the second one, but th- this one really stuck out to us, I think, to all of us. This yeah. was really good. It's very, and I very mean, like, good. On the you know, with at the risk of bumming everyone out even more, uh <laughs> I relate to this book in a in a very personal way because my dad was super abusive to my mom. And uh, you know, we managed to get out and she survived and she's a fucking badass and she's right. the strongest person I've ever met. And I really want to see this story, you know, a happy ending for those two because I relate yeah. to it yeah. on a personal level, you know? Like For sure. Yeah. I'm sure this comic does that to a lot of people. Yeah. And it's, you know, while it can be a bummer, but like, you know, like you said, maybe this hopefully this ends well and hopefully most of those people that experience that it ends well because too many of them don't. Yeah. Yeah. Especially especially at a time like this where people are already isolated from everybody else. Yeah. Exactly. I've been really reading some not so great statistics about the kind of life that people are isolating themselves inside of right now. Yeah. Right. And so whatever your situation was, it just exacerbated it. So like if you, yeah. you know, in my situation, it was great. I, you know, live with the, my boyfriend who I love and we just like got more free time than we've ever had. And it's like, yo, this is fantastic. And then, <laughs> but if you're in a super bad situation, it's only going to make those, you know, what it amplifies whatever you've already been in. And that's, yeah. Yeah. you know, in, in most ways tragic. Yeah, which is unfortunate, you know. But I mean, if you're, God forbid, if you're listening and you're in one of these situations, there's plenty of phone numbers for you to call. There are a lot of resources, honestly. Like, I hate to, you know, like, no, I don't hate to say it. I, I, uh, you know, reach out, DM. I have, you know, a lot of those, those, you know, there's a whole um, uh, document I have saved that's just places to call instead of the cop. you know, because a lot of times, especially right now, mm-hmm. if you call the cops yeah. in that situation, you're just putting yourself in more danger because right. um, they they can't do anything. And, uh, you know, not necessarily the cop's right. fault. It's the way that the system is built. But, um, you know, there's a lot of resources, to, to especially for women, uh, domestic abuse survivors in that situation. So, you, you know, know, we'll pop that up. We'll pop that up on Twitter today at some point. Yeah. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually put that, uh, you know, I'll I'll tag the creators and do a little you know um finger guns yeah like like um shout out and then and then i'll you know in the thread i'll i'll put up the resources for that because you know um i mean i I think the only resources i have are philly centric but there are national hotlines at least um 
you know, call yeah. call your local three one one. They can connect you with your with your um, city's resources. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No one has to put up with shit like that. Nobody. Yep. Yeah, and you know, not every no no one has magical finger guns. So this is you know, <laughs> we all just got to be in the like comic. That. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, even when you do have magical finger guns, there is clearly no magic solution Sometimes to the situations like this. Sometimes the finger guns don't always work. On a, on a very special episode of Tales from the Shortbox. Yeah, seriously. There's a, like, there, there's two really heavy books this week, and they both kind of hit in very different ways and direction and stuff. But, yeah. You know, um, I think that's, again, why we like comics, right? You know? Yeah, it takes, it takes we like your... Com- we like book like this. Your real life struggles puts them through a sci-fi or fantasy lens and helps you escape in a very meaningful way you know like and still, comics will break yeah, your heart kid they will yeah. <laughs> full circle yeah. put it back to Kirby. full circle yeah <laughs> i just like books like this i just dude i want boner <laughs> nice rj uh, that segue that segue uh, worked this time yeah. it's a full don't circle like but it. it's boners. i still don't like it I just find myself wanting to, uh, wanting this girl to figure out the just kill your dad finger gun because like fuck it's it, just dude. a yeah. load. Like, yeah, she like is, I just, just I'm like, rooting for them so much. All of them, boom. Yeah, she just does this, like just like points her hand at them. Yeah, just like that. he's like, uh, I figured like, it yeah. out. It's a real gun because it's, it's this one and it's like a cross. Yeah, they do like the hand under, but then they're also crossing their fingers, so it's like a super specific. A thing bunch of like Gundam rocket launchers come out of their shoulders <laughs> with just hands. Oh, they me- it's Mecha Shiva. They, just- <laughs> <laughs> they just get on top of one of them. That's what I want. I want Mecha Shiva to show up to help Mecha help Shiva, this girl Mecha and her Shiva. mom. That's what I want. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so what else? I got derailed. Yeah, right. I think Adventure Man's our other one, and this is a very different vibe. Much more lighthearted. This is a lot of fun. This is a super fun book. I really, I'm like the fractions. uh, This is the only time I've ever wanted something as a personal pick that was our top story. (laughs) Nice. Well, we did it. We did it, guys. There, we finally did. Yeah, Yeah, uh, this has been a super um, fun. Matt Fraction and Terry Dodson. Um, and oh man, it's so fun. It's super pulpy. They're del- they're delving into more of the book that they found the 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 mother and the son are uh, trying to figure out like is this real yeah <laughs> like and she just keeps she's like obsessed with this book and trying to figure out what's going and she, on she goes through she like looks at like the publishing um location like the publisher's like address mm-hmm. that's in the front of the book and it says she's like that's that's like right down the street like that's here that's a real place so she goes to it. And it's this giant fucking Art Deco gorgeous skyscraper. And she's oh, you like skipped over the bug soufflés. Yeah, the oh, bug yeah, soufflés were... were kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, she's... <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a good good joke there. It's just it was soufflé day. Soufflés. They turned out to be bugs. Yeah, because the yeah, Baron Bazaar is her. made of bugs and and he's like clearly yeah. has the um the ghost lady from the Adventure Man team um held captive. And uh, so the crazy bug monsters are chasing her. I, I like how she goes and sees the Art Deco building, right? And yeah. she's like, holy shit. I don't know. Like, her anyone first reaction. Yeah. Her first reaction is to call her kid who she knows is in school because she dropped him <laughs> yeah, off this, to Google this, Maps this it. Idiot. And she's like, mom, I'm in school. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, this, this little idiot that you know I raised won't answer his phone in school yeah. like a good student. So, what an idiot. <laughs> I just like yeah. that she thinks that 
it's been there the whole time. He's like, how have I missed this? Well, but, yeah, also, and she, she stops a she, like, yeah, stops a stranger and is just like, yo, like, how long has this building been here? And, and you see it from his perspective, and it's just like a dump. And he's like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's just like a regular rundown building. Laundromat or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like I like this this whole page of her get gearing up to get on her Vespa. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. this is how I imagine <laughs> yeah. Casey before going to work at the comic shop every day. Because it's like born to be mild. No, because it's like this is dumb. Is this dumb? Might be. Might be real dumb. Like that was all just like this is this is Casey getting ready to just face. That's any me day. putting on my helmet and getting on my bike and saying this is dumb. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. But, love, yeah. But then she she goes. She speeds off on her Vespa, and there's a a truck behind her driven by Mario. Oh, by by Mario. That's right. <laughs> I can't which believe I, I completely missed that. Missed. <laughs> I missed that cameo too. I, th- it's so good. This has to be that classic Lou Albano Mario. She's like, "Hey, paisanos!" <laughs> hey, like... <laughs> it's a spicy meatball. <laughs> I love Lou Albano. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I like the bit that she has with the cops where she's like basically like heads up I'm coming and like just steals the dude's coffee and the one cop's like uh aren't we going to stop her and she's like bro you're new here don't Yeah, like, you don't you don't know her she used to be a cop. Come on. She used to be a cop. She's cool. All right. <laughs> like leave her hell alone. You idiot. Uh but her whole adventure inside the Art Deco building is really cool too cuz she like uses knowledge from reading Adventure Man from she's the like, old adventure. Yeah, she's yeah, like Yeah, it's cool. There's yeah, all like, these panels that are like uh that have just actual bricks of prose from the book yeah. like yeah. uh integrated into the panel it's really cool and the it's art's giving fantastic. me like total like promethea vibes of like i'm gonna make this book mm. reality or, or the unreal. yeah i yeah, yeah i'm with you adam the art is out of this yeah, the, oh, for so this good. Good. story it's so good yeah it's so I like nice how she finally so she finally gets in and she's like oh oh shit that worked <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'm in like yeah and then the 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 ghost lady's yeah, there, and she's like, cat. "Uh, someone's here. I gotta go. I'll be back in a minute." And it's like, "Uh, wait, what? I just got in this building. Where are you going?" There's no doors, <laughs> and I managed to get in. And then yeah, yeah, like she has to like fight off these like you know guards that are basically just like you know ancient robots. Uh, and she uses just old centuries. Yeah, yeah, and she uses her um uh they they use echolocation to, oh, to see. Yeah. So she uses her. This is super so smart. Uses her um. Uh, hearing aid, hearing and, like, aid. like shoves it in its ear and turns the volume way up. So, like, good on you, not Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> good on you. Yeah, then finds an elevator, and then like there's no buttons, so she has to like rack her brain real quick to figure out how the hell to get the elevator to work. He's like, ah, oh, they had a magic phrase. What was the what was their phrase? And it was like, oh, uh, and then it's yeah. it's like side by side with the um with the characters from the book saying it. Yeah, and they like yeah. match up. That's so cool. Yeah. Super well done. Yeah, so she had to say to the greatest unknown, and then the elevator worked, and then they're in, I guess, Adventure Man's Lair, which we saw them getting attacked in in the beginning of the first issue when they're like reading the story. So like she's very clearly in Adventure Man's Adventure Lair. Zone. Is this just gonna be Adventure last zone? action hero? Is that what's happening? Are we getting last action heroed? Oh totally. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and then she and- basically gives um it seems like the ghost lady's been planting books to see if people will come and help and find her. So well, like, I don't this think is it's not just the people. first time she's done this. I don't think it's people necessarily. I think it is very specifically her because I, no, I'm she... sticking by it. Her dad is Adventure Man. I think, I think he's been like no, mind she erased. Says that she, there's other she people says specifically, that, yeah. 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 She's like, all these years planting those books like seeds, hoping one would take root. Yeah. 
So yeah. she's the only one that has come to try to find them. But yeah, I, I still think there may be Adventure Man might be. Yeah, I think I think the dad father. has been like amnesiaed out of her memory and he was Adventure Man and like that's that's my that. that's my plot thing. Yeah. After they go through this whole thing, they go back to that family dinner and she finally has something to share instead of ignoring yeah, her Yeah, I like that part a lot. <laughs> That's really good. And also, after her kid, after her son gets yelled at for being quiet because she doesn't know where her, her his mom is. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, and I, so... So good. It, last, a month ago when we talked about the book, um, we, when I posted it on social media, I, I was like, what the butts indeed? This book is so good because I kept saying, what the butts? And, um, you know, Terry, I love that that's their go to curse. Yeah. And like Ter- and Terry Dodson so was like, I think we just named the the letters column. And I'm like, yo, like, that's going to be amazing. So I immediately get number two. I flip <laughs> to the very back to see if we've named the letters column. But good on them. There is no letters column. Instead, there's like four pages of resources for like anti racism resources. Those, those resources like... we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You can exactly. just get those at the it's... back of this comic book. Exactly. And it's like, it's like, what you know if you want to be a white ally here's the books you should read here's what to do if you want Mm -hmm. to talk to your kids about racism uh if you need COVID 19 relief here's these resources it's just like yo good on he like donate to these places i'm like yo matt fraction what a what a dude matt fraction and terry dodson like that's so fucking solid that they used their voice in that way i love that i was like blown away i love that so much like that's we should all be doing that you know yeah that's why that's why we're doing it yeah literally community yeah, could... you know <laughs> you know uh it gives us another month to write uh to them to st- exactly make sure they name their letters also the kid this. said at one point like it <laughs> what, almost what, seemed like bottoms? <laughs> yeah bottoms yeah i love that i yeah. i often say buttocks as a uh, a funny pg swear <laughs> which i i find a lot of fun like if you drop a... a sandwich on the ground or something you go like oh buttocks <laughs> that's solid it's pretty good uh, <laughs> i'm usually not that uh pg yeah um, i mean I, have, have you like heard three the show words. <laughs> yeah have you have you heard me at all yeah remember um, when we tried to be is... pg for like 10 whole episodes that was dude wild. i couldn't i couldn't hold that together that was an impossible chore for me <laughs> is this um is this an ongoing adventure man or is this gonna be like a maxi series uh, i'm not sure I hope it's an ongoing. I do too, but knowing the creative team, don't. Yeah, know. I don't think that's a sustainable goal for either of yeah. them. I want to say it's a maxi series. They get busy yeah. so quick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Especially with Dawson but... doing interiors. Yeah. No, they're both. So... They're both very notoriously slow and notoriously busy creators. So. Yeah. Super good book. I hope there's a lot more of it. And that wraps up last week's comics. Unless anyone had anything they wanted to shout out or. No, I think no, that about that. Surprisingly, we me. covered all of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we covered everything I wanted to talk about for sure. I, I, I picked up on a whim uh, Transformers and Terminator. Oh number God. one, just because like, sure, fine. I like both of those things. I enjoyed it. I didn't nice. think I was gonna. I might get issue two. <laughs> That is that is a, a that is a pair that should be crossed over like that. Right. And that, unlike the uh, next week, there's like Transformers meets My Little Pony, and I'm like morbidly curious about like how that works or why that works. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. Great. They got like, they got to do Back on. to the Future. I want I want a transforming. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Delorean. What do you call it? <laughs> the car. Anyway. Delorean. Delorean. Why couldn't I think of that? Oh. 
Um, What's out this week? Yeah. Um, Empire. Um, Empire's this week. DC's yeah, oh, and Empire's I Wolverine, out? which is a Wolverine story by Larry Hama. Oh, okay. shit. Cool. And it's got, uh, at least by the covers, it's got Albert and LCD in it. So That right. sounds great. Yep. Gideon Falls and Strange Adventures are out. Oh, and Death Metal number two, guys. Oh, we're there. I'm going to clear my whole schedule for that. <laughs> um, Faithless 2, number two. Uh, nice. Can't wait for that yeah. erotica cover. Yep. Uh, uh, Turtles 106. Oh, like Giant Size Magneto. Can't wait. <laughs> Once in Future, you guys already. Oh, the conclusion of. Jimmy Olsen. Oh yep. shit! Oh, no. That should be, this should be a special episode, right? Like we should. Yeah. We should be like, we did it, guys. We covered we should all twelve dress issues up as Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> I don't think we did we, though. We I feel do... like we missed one or two. One came out during quarantine, we'll... so we like. Yeah, we'll do the full still... rundown. Uh, we didn't really cover it because we didn't really ever end up talking about the uh, the reverse James Bond, which I think is fantastic. No, we did. <laughs> did we? No, we did. We definitely did. Yeah. Well, you yeah. specifically brought it up, so. Yeah, yeah. we talked about good. it. Yeah. Well, then fine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then we're good. Yeah. But, but still, of ridiculous, like, I, uh, what were you gonna say? So I, I was just going through a bunch of comics, like boxing stuff up, and since doing this show, like every comic book that I have now has like this Sand. weird attachment to it that came Aww. from this show. Yeah. It's like it, this right. show's adding That's value nice. to my comics. I think. <laughs> well, then you because they don't have very much monetary value. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know the, the way yeah, I treat my comics, somewhere. you need something. <laughs> Um, Moonshine and Family Tree are out. Strike Force. Uh, Space Riders Vortex of Darkness number two. It's been like a whole oh, friggin' year since number one. Oh my one. god, it has. That, that I, I book, thought that yeah. was just dead in the water, but that no. artwork is super great. Yeah, it is. Ludocrats um, again. Undone by Blood. Uh, Damn. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Yeah. You did it. Looks like a Snake Eyes book. Oh, there is a Snake Eyes yeah, book. Oh, that's that, that Rob Liefeld yeah. book, isn't it? Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, I brought it up. I found him <laughs> on cameo. Oh God, we should get him to do a. We should get him to do a bump. It's sixty nine. We should get. We should get Todd McFarlane Wait, what is to do it? How much? It's sixty nine dollars. Yeah. Nice. That's a fucking yeah. awesome. Nice. We should get. I was. We, I, I we got sixty nine dollars among all four of us. We can yeah, do I think that. We could, I think we can. I hate that, that he was on that site. I'm like, <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> Dude, we should get Rob Liefeld and Todd, as Adam said, and Todd, Todd McFarlane. We gotta for us. get him. Oh my god! Record breaking Todd McFarlane. Never listened to our fucking show. Though. I don't think Todd McFarlane's on cameo. <laughs> uh, Damn. Although maybe. If only. I know Jervis Cottonbelly is. Maybe I get him to give us a shout. <gasps> we should. The, the cow from First Cow is. <gasps> that one. That's the one. Why won't Black Cat do a cameo? Oh man! Just I want Just a screaming goats. That's our new. Uh, that's our new theme song. It's just, just screaming, a bunch goats. Of screaming goats. Uh, all right. So, Jesus. unless anyone else has anything, nope, nope. That's all right. It. Well, that's it for last week's comics and uh, this week's comics. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Last Week's Comics. Uh, also, support our Patreon. Uh, now that we're not Amazon affiliated, yeah, uh, I, I want to. I feel yeah. like I had some kind of help in that, but I don't think I actually did. But good on Dueling Genre <laughs> for dropping Amazon that rules. They just we weren't <clears throat> we weren't doing what they thought we were supposed to be doing, and we kind of said fine. So now we're not. 
All Amazon right. affiliated. Was- so you can delete that bookmark if you've got it. I don't think we've ever plugged it on this show, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, but you can give us money directly uh, to to duelinggenre.com. You'll help support us. Yeah, I got a, a PayPal. Of guys. You can send <laughs> yeah, right to me. <laughs> well, not us directly, us indirectly as oh, a podcast now. Got it. <laughs> but anyway, it's duelinggenre.com slash support. Give us money. Give other podcast money. Uh, take some money and bring it to your local comic shop and they'll give you comics for it. Um, it's awesome. It's amazing how things work. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so take care of each other. Stay clean. Stay safe. Uh, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Shirt Box. Goodbye, everybody. And wear your mask. Wear a damn yes. mask. Keep your nose under yeah, that mask. Keep your nose too. in that mask. Looking at you, guy with his nose over his mask. <laughs> Put your nose in that mask. Fire, buddy.